0: this is jack dempsey
1: hey ladies and gentlemen and welcome to this episode of virtual dopeness i'm your virtual dopeness host pj alex your friendly neighborhood podcast host and today we are joined by a contributor of the bar theory podcast we appreciate him. This is uh, different from our previous contributor, of uh, Marcus. Uh, so, sir, introduce yourself. Welcome to the family, and welcome to the uh, podcast.
2: Hey, that was uh, so much more professional than my intros. <laughs> oh, man. Um, this is Miles, and uh, part of the Bar Theory Podcast. Happy to be on Virtual Dopeness today. Talk about some uh, TV technology and my very weird music taste
1: (laughs) well that's perfectly okay um like i said with with, like i've said on previous podcasts i really want to pull everybody in like i just because i love hip hop just because i love uh, lincoln park doesn't mean everybody else has to just doesn't mean that everybody else does so what i want to do is to, to make sure we're including people Especially like you, who aren't necessarily listening to just mainstream pop music or whatever's hot right now, I need to put this down because that clicking noise is probably going to get annoying to people. Um, <laughs> I have a tendency to fidget when I'm when I'm on the mic. But anyway, so uh, first thing that we're going to talk about with Miles today is actually getting into um, a couple things that he's kind of interested in, and a couple things that I'm super interested in that I've kind of let run by the wayside this season. And that is television and social media. Because like I said, I mean, like you guys know, we're a, a uh, music, media, and technology podcast. And media spans everything. Why? Because I felt like I like to cover everything. I'm <laughs> not going to limit myself anytime time to just, just television or just movies or just things like that. So all media and medium are welcomed here in the Virtual Dubness family. So... First thing I want to start out uh, is TV. I'm a huge TV person. It's my de-stress. A lot of people have faulted me for the amount of TV I watch, but kind of feel like after a day of consuming news and other things that will stress you the fuck out, yeah. that TV is one of those things where you can escape. Yeah, absolutely. And even if it's sometimes reality TV, it's a it's a place where you can go to that's not dealing with your ever-present worries or trials tribulations. So, before we get into what I watch, and we've already established some of that last season and into this season, uh, let's talk about you. What kind of TV shows, what do, you, what do you watch, what do you sit down or look forward to?
2: Well, uh, every day
1: uh, when I get home from work, uh, I watch an episode of Naruto. It's... We have not crossed into anime enough on this podcast yet, so it's yeah. a good pickup. Yeah, anime
2: is amazing. Um, <laughs> I've seen Naruto before, but I decided that I was going to rewatch the whole series. Um, That's an undertaking. It's an undertaking. <laughs> I think seasons are averaging about 65 episodes. Yep. About eight seasons, I think. Eight yeah. or nine seasons. So, I'm in season four or five. I'm uh, just getting past the middle filler episode. So it's, oh, God. Yeah.
1: So, do you, you watch everything. Because I know there's some people out there, because there are websites that will tell you, this episode to this episode, you can skip because it's filler. Yeah. No, I watch everything. I, see that's how I am. And so are you in Naruto or Naruto shoot a uh I don't know how to yeah. say it. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody'll correct us at some point. But um so I've I've watched the entire thing. I actually think I skipped out on the last like 40 episodes. Okay. There's there's a huge event at the end that happens and then the rest kind of bridges mm-hmm. what happens afterwards and I I think I was and who's going to sit through that? Yeah, I was exhausted at that point. I yeah. was like, I've been through ups and downs emotionally with this. And now, like, the the, the closing off of it where everything yeah. just comes together. Which all gets... Which you later find out all gets kind of refreshed mm-hmm. in Boruto. Yeah. So... <laughs> which is one of the
2: reasons why I'm going back and watching it. Yeah. And I'm learning a lot of things that I've missed. I've cried. Um, just straight bald in two episodes so far. There
1: are some tough ones, man. There is... Yeah. There is some great emotional storytelling that comes in anime that doesn't always come in like your normal, like even adult cartoons Mm -hmm. that anime has a really good job of, of portraying.
2: You know, another thing that I've been watching Naruto now, like the story of Naruto is really kind of like a lesson of like how to deal with people Mm -hmm. like how to deal with friends how to forge friendships how to stay how to persevere Mm -hmm. how to get past loneliness how to reach out to people who you think are lonely and how not doing that can cause so much so many other problems that yep it's worth the effort to just do it Mm -hmm. like it's it's a choice that we're all we all need to make
1: I think another theme is is seeing the good in people. Like regardless of what's going on, trying to understand what made them the way that they are. Yeah, listening. Yeah. And I think that that is a huge lesson that I think could be taught across the spectrum to everybody. Yeah. And it just ha- so happens to be in this cartoon from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is really like awesome. So, I have to ask subbed or dubbed?
2: Uh Sub, sub. I did watch the dubs, but I'm out of the dubs now, yeah. so it's just subtitles. <laughs> I'm understanding uh, Japanese more and more. There's actually something I need to Google. I don't know if Japanese people refer to themselves in the third person.
1: I think sometimes they do. Okay. And the more, I want to say, not, not gregarious, but the more kind of like self-absorbed you are, the more, just kind of like how we would use it in the third person. But I'm also not. Even though I've been to Japan, I'm not the the cultural expert by any means.
2: And I didn't throw that at you for you to answer. No. <laughs> it was I, I was just throwing it out there. I actually I didn't know that you uh, even knew that much about Japanese.
1: So I appreciate that. Oh man, yeah. I I kind of went. I, I've been obsessed with Japan since for some reason, like high school, like okay. early high school, maybe eighth, ninth grade. Yeah. And so I kind of like I kicked myself in college when I didn't take the opportunity to to study abroad in Japan because I thought it would have delayed my graduation, which I did on my own anyway. Mm -hmm. So um, I I did I kicked myself for not doing that. Um, And then so when my 30th birthday rolled around, I was like, fuck it. I have the I have now I have a big boy job and I'm going to make this happen for myself. Yeah. So luckily I had two other friends come with me and they joined up said hey let's do this and we spent 10 days amazing days in japan that sounds awesome i need i need to do that man let me know we're planning we're actively planning and this is something i need to check back in with them on we're actively planning to do the olympics okay but i have other people who are doing trips in between now and the olympics in fact friend of the podcast comedian lonnie if you guys follow him on instagram he um hilarious dude and doing his thing he's actually headed out there for his birthday i think either he may have left today or leaves like next week okay and he asked me for a bunch of recommendations and <laughs> shit to do and so if you need help on that let me know i will i need i need help
2: i have a friend that lives out there too Oh, um, that's dope. i don't know that
1: helps tremendously yeah because it's not like if you don't, you're you're at an extreme disadvantage if you don't know some type of Japanese. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's why I'm watching Naruto. Yes, <laughs> because when I went out there, I had somebody who kind of he was he's he's as good at Japanese as I am at Spanish. So okay. it was fun. Where when we went to Japan, he was the man and the point person and figuring shit out. When we went to Colombia, I was the man and figuring shit out. So it was. Uh, neither one of us are fluent, but we're better than average. Okay. <laughs> we can get ourselves out of being shot, which doesn't happen in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> it's safe as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculously safe. They're able to make sense out of gun law. <laughs> I mean, hey. But so, Naruto, what else? What else besides Naruto are you watching? Uh, blackish. Uh, I just started watching Blackish.
2: So. I've jumped around a bit, but I found myself in like the sad part of i think like season five mm-hmm. I don't know what happens yet, so I'm a little nervous
1: it's 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 emotional it's man. emotional <laughs> that was surprisingly emotional for a sitcom yeah family sitcom yeah it was it it hit you.
2: yeah, and they're and they're doing the thing even with like the shooting they they changed like the tone mm-hmm. so they made it more blue, which also made it more depressing, mm-hmm. and they made it like usually they get in the fights and it kind of blows over, they resolve it, but this one's just like over and over and over again of just yeah. like miscommunications, and that shit is just that's the it's depressing because you your viewer realizing we're miscom- they're miscommunicating mm-hmm. and you also think about just in your life when you miscommunicate with people,
1: yep. And I think that's super important. Like, like I forget it was it was one of the the bar theory episodes that we recorded where somebody compared. And asked, is this our Cosby show? Mm. And it might be because Cosby. I don't think they even went this deep though. Yeah. I don't think they ever had these super sad episodes.
2: They probably didn't have to. They true. Yeah, it, they didn't have to address. Well, they didn't have to go this deep. Mm-hmm. Like sad on TV back then was just seeing somebody sad was sad. Yeah. Whereas like we see people sad all the time
1: <laughs> now on TV. Yeah. So, so now you have to to pluck those emotional strings. You got to make it more real. You yeah. got to continue just to make it more real. Yeah. Blackish is very good though. Yeah. Like I I worried about it kind of fading mm-hmm. and or or people accusing it of being too preachy but mm-hmm. knowing that something ridiculous like 60% of the audience for Blackish is white. Really, yeah, I, I saw that stat. I think the other that's a beautiful stat, it's a beautiful stat, and just to, to see that can help change perception. Mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous, and, and the it's lessons good. that
2: they do on that show are really good, and they hit the right tones, yeah, <laughs> so it's very balanced. Like, it's not too <laughs> preachy, it's just the right amount of just everything. It's a really good show, yeah, yeah.
1: and I think they've tried to continue it somewhat with Grownish. Mm-hmm. Now, Grownish being on freeform, um. I think hinders it a little bit. What's freeform? Freeform used to be ABC Family, or oh, Disney okay. Family, ABC Family. One of those. I think okay. ABC Family. Yeah. And so now it's the It's the cable network that has um, grownish. It has something. Not Pretty Little Liars or something else. It was another. There was another show that was very popular on Freeform, but I can't think of it. was on my head, but it has grownish and Cloak and Dagger. Mm. And wow, which I do want to see. Cloak and Dagger is good. Okay, I I think I I don't know if I I shared my thoughts on it yet, but I really enjoyed it. Now it does have this kind of like, and and this is both grown-ish, it's because it's, it's, it's freeform. This cable kind of like not as polished feel. Yeah, that blackish has. Okay, but. If you watch cable television shows, you know they're not network television shows. Mm-hmm. So there's a distinct difference. They there can be good in them. As you can see, like the early season the earlier seasons of The Walking Dead were much more you could get away with a lot more. Yeah. Also, with free it being on Freeform, I think it it, it was good that you get um Zoe's the character of Zoe. In this college setting and it allows her to explore being more grown up. Yeah. Which is jarring at a little bit at first because you realize like she was this kid on blackish, but now she's becoming a woman on grown-ish. So she's dealing with sexuality, she's dealing with relationships, she's dealing with real life choices. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to see that, but it's also a mind fuck for a little while. Because you're like, oh, she's this really nice kid, but you got to be ready for her to make a grown-up bad decision. Yeah, (laughs) that's I think. But I think
2: Blackish does that well too, where it's they just it's just it's just real. Like they aren't staying away from some like the taboo branches Mm -hmm. that happen from decisions. It's like no, sometimes this stuff happens and it's it's not great. Sometimes Agreed. miscommunication is just as simple as you not being able to see that your wife bought you the sink that you wanted in the kitchen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and Very you much and, so.
2: and you came with a, a box of trinkets from like something to remind her of a past event. Y'all were both trying to make up, and neither were neither neither one of you were seeing the same thing, and yep. you just started fighting again.
1: Oh yeah. So, um, so we got Blackish, we got Naruto. What else are you watching?
2: Um, Iron Fist. Uh, black lightning is always on good Loop. job i'm waiting for season two to um,
1: come out somewhere besides the fucking cw exactly that's exactly. what's driving me i just had this i literally just had this conversation with my, my dude at the vape shop because he said he ordered the dc streaming service really and yeah can we can we talk about this yes we can <laughs>
2: well i don't like streaming services for me They're going to cannibalize themselves. Like, this is just naturally what's going to happen. It's almost like the cloud, right? (laughs) Companies move from the cloud (laughs) to dedicated servers on site to the cloud. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not the first time this has happened. It's going to happen again because I'm dealing with a company now that's cloud based. And when you're dealing with a company that's cloud based, they technically just control the price whenever they so want to. So, cloud starts off as cheaper. And now, when it becomes more expensive, you're going to find it more prudent to have a dedicated server on site.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Same thing with streaming services. Like, I just feel like we're in the first iteration of you can now just pick and choose where you want to go. Mm -hmm. But ABC is trying to make probably four or five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different streaming services that you're going to have to buy into individually.
1: Which is stupid.
2: Which is stupid. DC has this streaming service. Mm -hmm. Uh, CBS has a streaming service. ESPN, which is in ABC, has their streaming service plus. Yep. Eventually, you're just going to end up going back to an aggregator
1: because mm-hmm. that's going to be the cheaper option. <laughs> so what I... Which is why I don't understand why they just don't embrace what they've already created. So what a lot of people don't know is that Hulu is owned by ABC, NBC, Fox, and somebody else. I did not know that. And that is crazy. Right, so that's why this merger between Disney and Fox is so interesting, because Disney announced a streaming service. Mm -hmm. Fox is already putting all their shit on Hulu, in fact, um, that was one of the stories I was going to bring up in technology, that Fox has put all of its big animated comedies on Hulu, so King of the Hill... um, Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, Futurama—they're putting their full seasons on there. They had like current season. Mm-hmm. Now they're putting the whole Everything. back catalog. Okay, and I think they're going to end up with The Simpsons, and I'm holding out for the PJs. I'm hoping the PJs ends up there. <laughs> but
2: that's not going. That's not going to happen, though. Isn't that a Cosby iteration?
1: Nah, because that's Eddie Murphy. Oh, okay. Nah, no, nah, that's not a Cosby. Cosby would never sign off on that shit. I mean, jail Cosby would, but (laughs) give a fuck, like, you niggers better do right, Cosby is not going to be, wouldn't have signed up for the PJs. For some reason, I always just felt like the PJs were an extension of Fat Albert. Nah, it was like the, the
2: not, not like, not like in any, like, lineage kind of way, but just in my head, it was just like,
1: oh, yeah, this is just Fat Albert growing up. It's the upside down world of Fat (laughs) Albert. Yeah, like something like that, (laughs) like, just (laughs) the upside down um speaking of which i just finished uh stranger things season two fucking phenomenal um I, yes i've seen that okay yeah i, I i'm a year behind okay literally like, it came out last year but i was dealing with shit last year and just could not deal with anything besides cartoons and mash so um
2: you say mash yes okay
1: MASH is one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh, I, it had to have been when you said it. Like yeah. <laughs> No one... No one references MASH if they're under the age of, like, 64. Right. Like, and it's black. Yeah. Under so, the age of 64. Funny funny part about MASH is in the first season, there's actually two black characters really? that for some reason did not... Now, granted, 70s TV, mm-hmm. the black character's nickname was Spear Chucker.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. And he, but he was a doctor. <laughs> he was actually the other doctor who was in the camp, like in the in the, the mix of surgeons. Mm-hmm. So he was a surgeon. He had a, I think, like one or two storylines before they kind of just like wrote him to the side. Yeah. And then one of the nurses is actually black in the first season, and then full circle in the the, the latter seasons that are uh, extremely like di- directed by Alan Alda. Where a lot of people say the series gets preachy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an episode where there's a couple different episodes that deal with race. Okay. Like, and they're extremely progressive, and like, you're not going to treat this guy differently because he's black. Mm-hmm. Or you're not going to treat it, it. There were a couple that dealt with black people, and then there were a couple that dealt with um, Korean people. So, like, looking at, at like Korean people as the other or less than because they were in the Korean War. Yeah. So, there were, there was a couple of those. So, it's interesting. Yeah. Nash was progressive as fuck. That's crazy. Because it was, it was set in the Korean War during the time of the Vietnam War Mm -hmm. where they're talking about the issues of Vietnam War but staging it in the Korean War. Okay. So, it was, it was very heavy-handed. Something that could not happen today. You don't think so? No. I think we're getting to that point, though. You know why? And this is why. In order to use certain things. And I found this out. I forget what movie I was looking at. You have to have an agreement with the U.S. Army. Oh, yeah. To do certain U.S. Army things. Use branding and logos and say Mm -hmm. those things. Without that... It's very difficult to get your hands on a military helicopter. That's fair. Or um, or anything military surplus. Yeah. Now, with the way crazy white people are um, that catalog this shit that all live in Nebraska and have been doomsday prepping for ever. Ever. They could probably rent theirs out. Yeah. But in order to do certain things, you have to have an agreement with the U.S. Army, which means they also have an executive producer type, um, crediting that allows them to, to say, this is cool to go in a story and this is not. Okay. This is why all these fucking Clint Eastwood movies keep getting made. (laughs) (laughs) So I found that out. I forget what I was looking at that told me that. Anyway, I got hella off topic. No, no, no. Um, but going back to the streaming services, that's where we were. Yeah. So... Fox, so that's why th- what I was saying was Disney is now acquiring Fox. Right. So they will own which the majority I, stake. So opposed to. I am yeah. in principle, but in the Marvel Universe, I'm not. Fair. Because <laughs> yeah. I want to see the on-screen wedding between Black Panther and Storm. Mm. And which can only happen if Fox is bought. Yeah. But creatively it so, fucks up everything.
2: So for the culture.
1: For the culture it fucks up everything. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen. We had to take a quick break cuz I actually had to let our other guest into the house, a returning champion. Um Oh yeah, I guess it's my real name. You oh, you did say your real name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Could Marcus. There you go. All right. so. <laughs> returning champ is is back Marcus from our previous two episodes. No, previous one episode. Yeah. Um both cohorts of the Bar Theory Podcast, and I appreciate them for coming in this week. So, uh, what we were talking about when we left off for a quick second was actually the uh, streaming services. And so, we were talking about how Hulu is owned by Disney, which is owns ABC, because ABC, Fox, NBC, and then another partial ownership of somebody else are all in the mix. If Disney acquires Fox, it will own the majority stake in Hulu. Mm. What doesn't make sense is that Disney has already ran down the path of creating its own streaming service. Makes no sense to me.
2: It makes sense to me. Yeah, that's was to say. And I'll tell you why it makes sense to me. Why? Because companies do not act in their best interest. Publicly traded companies don't, work in, don't act in their best interest majority of the time they are always pushing for profit yeah. in a detriment to themselves because of how, how they're incentivized to do so so it makes sense to me that they would both have the stake in Hulu and be creating their own platform because yeah. it's two sources of revenue and that way they're going to be capturing both two audiences because the people who how much more expensive for them is it to do both
1: it, you're 100% right, especially since I read the insane stat of Hulu. is making has two, 20 million subscribers, mm-hmm. and at its very basic, if you do 20 million times $7 a month, it's $140 million a month. It's a beautiful number. That's an h- insane number. That is, that is absolutely insane. And then there's, that's not counting into people like me, who recently just, I paid for them to cut the commercials. Mm-hmm. Which... I love. It makes it entirely better. <laughs> it's insanely better. And I even, I, I tested their like live service for like the 30 day trial or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would miss cable. Oh, you're not.
2: Yeah, you're, not, you're definitely not going to miss cable.
1: And and I, the reason why, the, I'd lose another reason to keep cable every other day.
0: Yeah.
1: And it used to be live sports, but they've kind of figured that out. Mm-hmm. Especially if I can get like um, league pass or something like that where I can get my sixer games and be all right. Um, even though it was fun to sit down and hop between four channels and get, what was it, 18 hours of college football yesterday. I'm not doing that every weekend, and that's one season out of the year. Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a football nut. Um, the question is, at what point, what is the tipping point to where it all goes to shit? Because nobody is going to pay for Or it's eventually going to equal out to however much the cable companies are charging. Mm -hmm. To have Hulu, Netflix, Fox, or no, well, FX because FX has its own um, streaming service. Mm -hmm. CBS did its streaming service even though that's only people over the age of like 60. Um, The Disney streaming service, the DC streaming service, even though that comes with comic books, which, okay. yeah, (laughs) Like, when does it, it all go to shit? Uh,
2: man, it's, it depends on who you are. For me, it already has. Like, for me, the smart decision right now is to find about three different people, sign up for DirecTV with the, about the biggest package you want. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, the only other thing you need is a Netflix subscription. That's so real. You can do see, but now what they're doing is they're adding on ESPN Plus, where the stuff that you would regularly get with your DirecTV ESPN subscription you're not getting. I feel like Ah. it's the same with, like, the DC thing, too. Yeah. So, and that's where I'm like, okay, like, you're going to... Eventually, people are going to decide on an aggregator. Mm. And they're going to just opt out. It's not like this stuff is so compelling where it's like, I have to see what's on the DC streaming channel. Yep. Like, eventually, that's going to be the first thing to go in my my choices of what streaming service I'm going to use.
1: Yep. Because I don't think they're... The other thing is, I don't think DC's... Their original content, which is what they're banking on, is that gripping no, to keep mean? people. So I've heard that the Titans is good, which is basically teen Titans but grown up in live action. Ooh. That's supposed to be good. That was the, the trailer I think we talked about yeah. a while ago where it was like the where Robin comes in and is like, fuck Batman. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, is that going to be good? Is that
1: a movie or is a TV show? It's a TV show. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know if it's going to be that good. Yeah. Well, and like I said, the guy at the vape shop told me that he's really enjoying it. In fact, what he told me to do is wait till next month till they've released all the episodes, mm-hmm. do a seven-day trial and watch it, which might be the answer. Yeah. But they do have the original. They have, for people who are fans of Lois and Clark, apparently that's on there. Okay. Um,
2: is that the TNT?
1: Yeah. It was like TNT or USA. Yeah. One of them wow. from I back in that the that day was. is on there. The original animated Batman from when we were kids is on there. You mean the best show that ever, ever come on TV? Pretty much. Okay.
2: <laughs> best cartoon. Yes. Um, best cartoon. Almost
1: best show. Mm. And then that's the one thing DC has always had a, a leg up in is their animation has always been fucking phenomenal because they have like the 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 a couple of the movies like the Batman animated movies are on HBO yeah now and are just they're they're fucking good yeah. Surprisingly, fucking good.
2: I think that's what's been keeping DC afloat is they can always they're like we have a strong animation. Oh yeah,
1: we can bank on that. We can bank on that. So, I think I don't know. I think it goes to Hulu and then YouTube Live. Their their like television service was actually really fucking good too. I would not have known.
2: That's another thing that's going to happen is we're just going to people are going to completely miss on things that happen. Yeah. Like I had YouTube live being something That was a thing
1: that It was surprisingly good because It was it felt At least it, for me felt more accessible Everywhere So like you could DVR something It was a cloud DVR so you could Access it on your phone on your tablet on this on that On that Okay, And then uh, You could access live TV anywhere you had an Internet connection So it really wasn't hamstrung by like Dumb shit yeah. Now some of the location stuff still came into play, like, especially for like blackout games and sports. But I mean, we can I don't know why blackout games are still a thing. That's the stupidest shit in the world to me. If I want to pay to watch a game if I want to pay to watch the Cleveland Browns.
0: Yeah.
1: Which are just trash juice and they're not gonna sell out a stadium maybe now that Baker Mayfield's there, but They're not going to sell a stadium. Or if I want to watch the uh, Charlotte Hornets, Mm -hmm. I want to watch my team. Why is this game blacked out in this area? That seems like the most antiquated shit in the world to me. So, I
2: I don't think I understood what blackout games were. Because I always thought blackout games were when the team, like it it would be the local team, Mm -hmm. hadn't met their stadium capacity, so you just couldn't watch them on TV. Yeah. But you're saying like... Even if I had done Cleveland Browns, I still would be blacked out here.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, that's... No.
1: It's, it's the most yeah, annoying it thing. It's really stupid is what it does. Yeah. And I don't even know if it works. Because if a Hawks game's not going to sell out, it's not going to sell out.
3: Right. Period. Yeah. But I guess it's incentivized. If it. it's
1: the Hawks versus Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> that's going to be a good game this year, guys. It is.
1: By the way,
2: uh, I don't know if you guys have been to State Farm... Uh, arena. I went for
1: the uh, open house.
2: Okay. And it was dope. Yeah. Have you been in it? I went. I went for the first game. Man. It's it's nice.
1: It's nice. Yeah. I, did you come in inside with the barbershop?
2: No. So I haven't seen the barbershop. Uh, you, I don't know if you know. Never mind. We're not going to talk about that.
1: Oh. Yep. <sighs> we talked about that off air. I know what we're talking about. So I have seen the barbershop. Yeah. Uh, It's right off the, the side. If you come inside with the big Atlanta. Okay. It's literally right there. But it's also like Amazing how you enter the stadium, and then you're damn near looking at the floor as soon as you walk in. Yeah, <laughs> it, from all sides, it is really cool. And then it didn't seem like I had a bad seat.
2: It doesn't. They got rid of the weird 200 level where if you're under the um, top, the top section, you mm-hmm. can't see. You had to like watch it on TV because you were obstructed by the. Uh, the uh, seats up top so they got rid of those so yeah, yeah they've done something they've done a lot of like neat little things in there to make it feel very big very open mm-hmm. and just very I
1: don't, it feels really good in there yeah okay. shout out to uh also rita's water ice which they have one in the middle of the in the in the stadium what so, is that what? rita's water okay italian ice i'm sorry uh, I'm outside uh, I'm is, that outside what, is that what replaced dipping dots
2: Because that's one of the reasons why I used to go is for Dippin' Dots. and People are pushing Dippin' Dots out of my arenas, and I'm not happy. If I have to go to Braves games (laughs) to to get Dippin' Dippin' Dots, Dots. I'm not going to be a pleasant person.
1: (laughs) Didn't know there was so much passion behind Dippin' Dots.
2: Dippin' Dots are
1: the best thing. And also, let me just say this. I did see them in the store the other day.
2: They're coming back. People think I'm crazy. No one remembers. Yes, yes people think you're crazy. <laughs> no one remembers. In South Decat Mall, there was a Dippin' Dots store, but it was alien-themed. It had, like, a weird, like, alien marketing yeah, campaign. Yeah, we had to give a timeline on that. Um, it had to have been, we're talking
3: 90s, early 2000s. Oh, okay.
1: I didn't get here till 2004. Yeah. Okay. so That's a weird time in Atlanta. It's at that a very so. weird time in Atlanta, but I Dippin' mean, Dots was you know, <laughs> a time period. Yeah. So, uh, but water ice or Italian ice is everywhere else calls it. Philly is a weird place. We say things weird. Um, is was a big part, and they actually there used to be one on Monroe, mm-hmm. and they moved it. Like they killed that one. It used to be where um, yeah. right in front of the theater is back there, Art Cinema, Midtown Art Cinema. But, but, yeah. It's yeah. Or now or a Brewsters. Number. Yeah, Midtown. it used to. Midtown. It's, Midtown. it's now oh, a Brewsters and a Nathan's. Yeah. yeah, I, I love but, that cinema. Me too. It's very underrated.
0: yeah.
1: It's very underrated. The fact that you can get a beer, go to your seat, they do the nice little introduction. Mm-hmm. I feel it's more personal. I it like is. it. That's also where um, the pop-up uh, Christmas bar was.: Yep, last year, which I'm going to try to go to this year. Go. I, I made it in one time, um, on a little date night little thing. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. We had a good time. Food is was that, good. Is that where
3: they decorate everything Christmas and everything's Christmas thing? Yeah. yeah.
1: Drinks are Christmas theme, food Christmas theme.
3: Like you, you want to go? I went last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> he goes to, to a lot of things without
1: me. I try <laughs> to include him on everything. <laughs> that's true. All right. So, um were there any other shows that you're watching right now? Yeah. Before huh? That's that's it.
2: That's, that's it? Yeah. All right. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was just a different show. So it was um, Blackish, Naruto, of course.
3: Um, oh, Iron Fist, uh, Black Lightning. Black. Yeah. You, black you didn't let me know about that. You I let me know. No, let me let's, let's let me finish. Let me finish my statement. You told me about it, right? <laughs> you about it right? mm-hmm. says a good show. said yep. It's very black. Yep. It's all surface things. You didn't tell me it was a le- lesbian relationship with two black women who yep. are bad. That's, and there was sex scenes. So, let me... So, nope. <laughs> nope. No, you dropped the ball. I didn't You drop the dropped the ball with that information. When I saw this, i like, why did no one tell me this? <laughs> I'm going to be very Because it, it, it happened early enough. It was like episode five or whatever. And I already fell in love with the characters or, or, you know, like them. So, I wasn't, you know, objectifying them. So, I was like, oh, the, the niggas not want me, me to watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> I told you what I wanted you to know about the show. Fine. <laughs> You held out.
1: I told you what I wanted you to know.
3: That's it's a good, a good show. show. I was really surprised how good that show was. It's, it's a really good show. Especially for being
1: on the CW. Yep. Yeah. That's a
3: very good point, Because,
1: like, I tried to... I'm glad Supergirl moved from CBS to the CW. And I don't know if there's going to be any interaction between Supergirl and Black Lightning yet. Mm. Because it took a couple seasons for... Flash uh to interact with like Green Arrow and then interact with Supergirl. So it's coming because they all do these crossover episodes and I wanted Supergirl to work because Jimmy Olsen was black now and briefly had like a kind of relationship with Supergirl. Really? Yeah.
3: Wow. That would have been, they didn't fully go
1: through it, but it would have been fun to explore. There's still some tension there. I also haven't watched in probably a season. But Black Lightning is good. Yeah, it's the true. women on Black Lightning are beautiful. They yeah. are.
3: That mom is very sexy. Yeah.
2: Is yeah. And I, I was. I'm. I'm smart. I just feel bad. I was dating a girl that looked exactly like that mom. <laughs> I just feel really foolish right now.
3: Um, well, well, you're not the dad yet. Like that's the thing. Wow. Like you gotta. What I'm saying is you got, not saying like that, but I'm saying like, you got to date the daughter first, then you got to become the mom. Like, you got to, you can't date the mom when she's the mom now. Like, she got to evolve the mom. You can't say, oh yeah, baby girl, you remind me of the mom. Like, nah, you got to remind me of the wife. Okay, I got to becomes you. the mom. So yeah, that's, that's her fault. But. Always taking lessons. But the daughters look great. All two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh. It's a good show. Good, good topics. Great lessons. They're not, yeah, good topics. Yeah. You know, they're not, and it's not corny. Like that's the thing I was worried about. Yeah, it, it flows effortlessly. The guy is underrated black uh, actor from the past. You know, so it's good. It's a good show. And it's a black
1: show. Did y'all watch *Living Single*? Yeah,
3: he, that's, that's why I'm talking from. It's Scooter from yeah. *Living Single*. So I why, didn't realize that until the Breakfast Club interview. That's why. I, that's why I <laughs> say he's underrated from black because, like, you know how black actors are—they just show yeah. for small shows, show shows,
1: shows, but. Yeah, like he uh, he killed it, man. Yeah, I agree. I, and, he, and he, like you said, it's not corny. It's not corny at it's all. It's not corny, and that, that for makes a, a difference. CW. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So let's um, be, lesbian
3: be scene in that, guys, check it out. And yeah. ladies, ladies too. Right. Ladies more important.
1: Than ladies. Um. <laughs> so, so what I've been into this season has been um, and I recently caught caught up on a lot of them. It's medical dramas,
0: okay. mm-hmm. and I
1: and they've been good. I remember watching ER when I was, like, younger because I was like, "Oh, this is what the cool thing is to watch. But I don't think I ever really absorbed it. Mm -hmm. But this is, like, I'm watching The Good Doctor, which is, it's so-so. It's, um, and that's about a autistic person who becomes, who's pretty much, he's autistic, meaning he has no social skills and cannot handle certain situations, but... He's brilliant as a surgeon. Is this a kid? No. He's, he's a grown adult now. Okay. So he's, he's, he's not, he's, he's developmentally disabled as far as social interactions, mm-hmm. but has gone through medical school in a normal time. It's not like he's like 15. It's not Hauser. Okay. okay. But in a normal time, and now he's a resident in this hospital as a, as a medical resident as a surgeon. It's pretty good.
3: kind of like House.
1: Kind of like... Yes. It's kind of like House. House is good.
3: But House but, had that... Like he was emotionally disconnected. He was an asshole.
1: Yeah, but he could actually like talk to people. He just cared a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the good doctor, he's actually autistic. And I think they caught some flack about not really working with real autistic people for some reason. But mm-hmm. I think they're doing a pretty good job of portraying and not... But the storyline itself is just not as good to me. Um The Resident is phenomenal. The Resident is really fucking good. And one it's one of the few shows that takes place in Atlanta. It's shot in Atlanta and takes place in Atlanta. So they mentioned first off the hospital is Woodruff Heart Center. <laughs> so the like anytime you see outside of the hospital is Woodruff Art Center and I'm pretty sure the inside is Emory. That's weird. It, looks, it doesn't look like a hospital. It looks like this is a hospital with too much damn money, which I have seen some of those. But um, it's really, it's the, there's a, a Nigerian doctor who's really, really good. My personal connection is actually they looked at, my, at using my, my apartment my house as a filming location. Really? And then as, they were, as I'm watching the show, I figured out what house they wanted me to be in they wanted it they wanted for this for my building
2: how did, how did you get in on that because I'm I think that's uh, another kind of thing
1: next door okay so next door somebody had posted something saying hey we're looking for a location to film and then I fired off an email and pictures in my place and then I've been kind of getting calls every couple months okay. saying hey can we come look at your place you said are you still open to having somebody film but it's a really good it's lucrative yeah. <laughs> yeah It's lucrative to have somebody film in your place so next door I'm really I really yeah, get on next door yeah. Next door has been a valued resource. there is some racism as there is anywhere, especially in a gentrifying neighborhood like mine.
3: Yes, yeah,
1: a lot of stereotyping because there's Atlanta, we had to yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: but they're moving like think about it, they're moving into the West End these, these real ass neighborhoods, and it's like.
1: Black male pulls up with a hoodie on. I was like yeah, stay, yes, everyone is <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it drives me nuts at times. But next door is a great resource. So, but the resident there's a uh, African, a Nigerian doctor who's a surgeon. Who's she's phenomenal in it. She's kind of cold hearted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She she's more house like than than the other than than I think a lot of people talk about. Uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner just joined he joins at the end of the first season as a surgeon and he's I'm happy to see him working again and he does a really good job yeah um, th- those so the resident has like the storyline and everything in the resident has been really really good the other one that I'm watching is New Amsterdam and so New Amsterdam actually is new this season and it's about a hospital it's supposed to be a public hospital in New York and the new medical director comes in to shake things up. Like the first episode, he fires the entire like cardiac surgical department. And basically he's like he's the the kind of it is somewhat white savior, but not everybody that he's saving is black. Okay. So it it's much more palatable. It's he's trying to he's he's basically like young Bernie Sanders is coming in for the for the people. Let's fuck up the healthcare system and do what's right versus do what's profitable.
0: Yeah.
1: And he has his own separate little issues but the, the other thing that keeps me into that show is did you ever watch Sense8?
2: Yes first season.
1: Okay so do you remember the, the black girl who's dating the transgendered woman?
3: What? Man.
1: Yeah it's, it's a it's a lesbian relationship with the woman the white woman is transgender who's actually part of the Sense8. Yes. So, so yes. Is the, she
3: a is she transitioned to a man or a woman?
1: Transition to a woman.
3: Okay,
1: that's cool. That's lesbian. Yeah. It counts! This <laughs> goes back to what we said
3: earlier. Like men are
2: going to have to get comfortable finding men who have transitioned to women as attractive.
3: No! I don't have to do
2: that. That's kind of what you just said.
3: No, I'm just saying, you said lesbian, so I'm just saying if she had a dick, we can address it as not being lesbian. That's my point.
2: I feel like the fact that it was two women made you more. Comfortable yeah that's
3: fine yeah that's all I'm saying no maybe that's generally like if there was a gay you know couple on Black Lightning I wouldn't be yelling over here like yeah go watch it
2: okay I'm just saying you're more comfortable (laughs) with you're more comfortable with a man who's transitioned to a woman than you might have been in the past
3: no 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 I'm not comfortable with that I'm saying if you're gonna call that relationship a lesbian relationship just make sure there's no penis involved that I have to mysteriously forget about
1: Okay, that's so, valid. I think that's valid. Yeah, that is valid. I that's know. all I'm saying.
3: I don't think it makes. It so, wrong. I don't think it makes what I'm saying wrong. It's just valid. No, no, I was just checking
1: <laughs>
3: for
1: Sensei. Yeah, 8 but, but to quickly Sense8 touch on Sense8 you have to be very comfortable with gender fluidity just to enjoy that show because
2: that fucking orgy scene, nigga.
1: And they double down on that orgy scene in the second Sense8. season. Oh. But you know, it got canceled every second season. But they did a two-hour movie to finish off.
2: That's good. They canceled a lot of shit. Yeah, did. they canceled Iron Fist. They canceled Luke Cage, which it was deserved. I don't know. I've did. been Luke kind Cage's of second season
1: was really good. No, it wasn't. The they end did. of it was good. They did. The beginning of it beginning was, it was terrible. terrible. The beginning of
2: it was terrible. Once you get past that, the rest of that season is excellent. But it's Netflix. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what happened in the beginning. They had different directors. To they had direct. different directors. Yeah, and but it, you, and I've been
1: actually defending the point of maybe it should have been canceled. Yeah, I agree. I don't
3: think it should have been canceled. Listen, dog, like black people in TV and arts, especially on Netflix, don't have the, the luxury of just putting bullshit out. Listen, you no, put listen, three sure. bad episodes like that; they were really yeah. bad. Like they, they were unanimously they were bad, gratingly You, 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 you got to, to or... sit back, and I think one of them, Lucy's loose. So maybe they had to pull some strings, make some things happen. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, Lucy, you know you're a big name. Come do it. She fucked it up for him, but. You got to look at that and be like, this is terrible, guys. It yeah. was
2: terrible, but they
3: fixed it. Because a lot of niggas, because like they me, I it. haven't finished. I'm not going to finish, but you
2: I, I think you, you should. should finish. You should, because it, it gets really good. But it it's gets over. good. That's fine, but at least you get this. For now. Yeah. Yeah, sure. come back. And,
1: I, and the other problem I had with it was, well, and this was something I got from a lot of people of Caribbean descent, Um, <laughs> is that. He didn't have enough jobs. <laughs> no, he had enough jobs, but they were like I have a friend who's Jamaican, and she was like, "It's driving me nuts that they're calling all these people Jamaican, and they're different accents from all over the Caribbean." Oh yeah. So that was something that was driving them. We're not there yet. We're not. We're, we're not, not. We're niggas. not there. No, we're not I, close. We're not there. We're not. But this is the same reason I had to yell at niggas to, to learn the difference between. Uh, dance Hall And Caribbean And Reggae And Afrobeat Cause I'm like Nigga This is two different places Cause even Fucking uh, What's his name uh, uh, The dude from Race uh, Who was on Unforgettable Swally. he Who was on from Unforgettable yeah. yeah He even starts doing Like a fake Jamaican thing During Unforgettable And I'm like This is an Afrobeat song Don't yes. do this there's they're similarities, the but, but they're, they're not, not the same.
3: Yeah, Young Thug does all the time, too.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's in, we've, we've got, got to, to we're not. Feel, how do y'all feel about Young Thug? I know we're not in the music section. It's okay. But from, it. from
2: two music heads, I just want to know how you guys feel
3: about Young Thug. In, in general? Or in general. Like, holistically? He does so. Thank you, PJ. For action, he he does
1: well <laughs> at times and then most of the time it's like i can do without this yep i'll
3: wrap it up and say young thug is uh our generation prince prince i mean i, I don't think that's, that's, that's
1: where i was going it's, it's
3: <laughs> a it's a hot take but we're on the same we're on the same page so if you did the comparison to michael jackson and prince prince albums throughout his career typically aren't good besides the big two ones 1999 and, and purple Rain, right but if you're actually have a Prince fan, you look like he's got a lot of songs out, like a lot of songs, a lot of songs. And a, bit, song. a lot of them aren't good. Like he's experiment. He's a he's an artist. He's experimenting music. He's doing different pitches, doing different voices, doing different things. Very similar to Young Thug. Young Thug, Young Thug has amazing songs, but you can't put your finger on a Young Thug project. You're like, I want to listen to this from beginning to end or this is the this is the it. But was a certain Young Thug song. Young Thug features certain things that Young Thug does. It's like, oh, this is this is great. So, do you think Young Thug's gonna be as revered as Prince? No, yeah. no, not even close. Cause Young Thug is Young Thug is also doesn't sell records either. His highest selling record album was like twelve thousand. No wait I liked Young Thug's,
1: Thug's Thug. first record. The Danny Glover shit was. I don't know why I it's, it's it's a it's so very much. Good. I listened to the other day too. Yeah, it's a it's, really good song. It's songs. an enjoyable song. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. And that's and that's like
3: Purple Rain. That's his purple rain. It's like man, I don't I can't stop liking the song. I don't know what you gotta
1: there's, talk about. There's, there's a big guy. No no I'm not saying purple I, rain. I, I'm not saying I'm Danny not saying there's other. a gravity like <laughs> they're equal, I'm just saying like the
3: comparison that's there. And then you have artists like Gunnar who came under Young though who kinda gravitates a certain <laughs> style that he has and there's the fucking superstar. You can't stop
1: him. This is true. Okay.
3: So it's, it's talent wise. Saw Gunner on a music video. Um, he's in hot
2: shape. But, but, it's- a <laughs> but it was, but it was, um, it was a, another person's song that I really like. I can't remember the name. Probably, of probably it. Little Baby.
1: Yeah, because they have a
2: BB. wearing like a chain. I think it was Black Boy. Boy JB. Yeah, it was Black uh, Boy JB. And mm-hmm. uh, that music video, Black Boy JB, I was like, who is this? Because this is amazing. No, he's a good dancer. He wasn't dancing. Oh. Is he big? Is he heavy set? No. Jay- so we're not talking He's about extremely jay- skinny. Yeah, no. I don't BB,
3: know. It. a big guy. BB. Yeah. Could it be Mustard? Maybe no, he wouldn't have BB. You sure it was a BB check?
2: I should look it up after this, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Gunna. We'll look it up and then I mean, get Gunna has into a lot of it features. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll look it up and then talk about it in the music section. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so sorry, we'll sorry. we'll kinda of round out. All right. But Because I had just gone off of my... I feel like there's a resurgence of medical dramas that is somewhat warranted. Will sure. some of them fall off? Yes. Sure. Because um, like nine one one is still popping. What's I just that? can't watch it. Um, what about
3: the one where it was Morris Chestnut? What was that still going on? Where he... Uh, I guess he had a heart transplant and he did it himself. And now he's like a super transplant guy. It was on Fox. And,
1: uh... Oh, uh... Hawthorne? That. No, it wasn't that fancy of a name. <laughs> but um, I'm blanking on it.
3: I think Rosewood. You know I mean? Yeah,
1: it was canceled. Okay, but. <laughs> but a lot of people liked it, and they pulled in a lot of women because um, <laughs> they pulled in a lot of women because I think he was just like ass naked half like every other episode, you know, and it was like written into the contract. <laughs> Hey man,
3: that's good. I don't know how that makes more chestnut feel, but he um, got paid. So and they made two seasons, right? Well, yeah, yeah. That's that's a surprise.
1: It is. I think I caught one episode, but it just never grabbed me the way it needed to grab people. Because I that's why it was canceled. Yeah, exactly. And it was on Fox. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, and it's funny how they handle some, some shows like that. Mm-hmm. There was a show that was a summer series. It was called Under the Dome. Uh-huh. They kind of felt that they were going to be canceled after two seasons, or maybe it was three. I forget. But they wrapped it up. And I was, I was pleased at that, that they said, okay, we're going to get cut. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's round out the story and fix it. Uh-huh. And Under the Dome was one of those good things. Um, because I remember it was a, me and a couple other people were like obsessed with it, <laughs> and it was it's literally the the plot of the Simpsons movie, but with like a touch more sci-fi in it, where a dome oh, randomly yeah, yeah. comes oh, down wrap, over They town. wrapped it up. They wrapped it up. Okay, it's good, and it's a good wrap up. Oh, that, You're was, like, only, that was that was two seasons, yeah, max. Yeah, I saw that. and I was like, two this, six ain't, six, ain't, six, going <laughs> this <laughs> ain't going nowhere. This ain't going nowhere. But they wrapped the, it up, and I was pleased with that. Cookies. I'm so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know they caught that. This yeah. is what editing
1: needs for. Thanks. No. Or, or
3: just, hey man, you know what a good place get, chocolate chip cookies. I didn't make any more oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. No. I Actually, my, uh,
2: my sister taught me how to make oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. So oh. I'm pretty good at it. I'm actually a decent baker. And my family doesn't recognize it. So I <laughs> <make oatmeal. laughs>
1: We should uh, we we'll take a field trip to Sublime Donuts at some Shit. point too. Fuck place. That's the one that's love you,
3: Buddha, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, there's some
3: holes in there. Boy. Black
1: owned and uh, twenty four hours. Yeah, perfect. Love that place. Um, don't huff and puff when I really
3: give that great advertising. <laughs> Cause, cause, <laughs> niggas, Cause niggas at Sublime Donuts cool. Twenty four hours was like, are the holes there? They're going for you for them. No, year, people, for people, people like me. Maybe, for so people you, like you, you would, you like wouldn't. You. That wouldn't be like the deal maker. Like, no, I, no. All right. that might be a reason not to go. It sounds like it's gonna be a lot
2: of trouble trying to get in and out just to get some donuts. Sorry for that inconvenience. Yeah,
3: cool. Too many hoes for you to mean you can't park. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it means there's more guys looking for women at where a place oh, that I'm trying to get donuts. Competition,
2: not competition. I'm trying to get donuts. But okay, you get donuts and you get a number
1: or two. I don't
2: think about that when I'm getting donuts. Well, that's that's,
1: that's why unfortunate. you <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> are fortunate.
3: Are you in a relationship? <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking for donut places that have the hoes. So apparently, we need to go to <laughs> church in the gym. And apparently, be a Sub-Line. little more active at on Donuts yeah. or donut places where
1: the hoes are. This is true. But I think that's counteractive. If you go into donut places and the gym, like, they're canceling each other out. Right. You can't get the same hoe. <laughs> Diversify,
3: man. One's going to be more,
1: a little bit more fluffy than the other one. will take the donut Maybe. Out. Possibly. I
2: might catch somebody on cheat day, which would be the win. That would be.
3: You want to make it feel guilty? I <laughs> <laughs> Not even
1: talk about how I went there. But... <laughs> you went there. All right. So, so rounding out TV the uh, other thing do you guys watch any reality television no okay and I watch one two shows one I'm embarrassed about one I'll stick up for to the end of time do you watch um oh for the no
2: but it is great I, I heard watch, it's good oh no, I lot. I do watch reality me too I lot
1: too <laughs> what do y'all watch
3: alright uh the best of the ratchet reality be uh black in Chicago my, it's my go-to. Really, that um, the, the black the original Black King was good. Then they then they got too famous, started coming to Atlanta and going to whatever, open other shops and shit. But the mm-hmm. Black in Chicago one is really kind of a lot more genuine and kind of into it. Um, I just follow Love and Hip Hop just because it's a funny storyline. <laughs> other than
1: that,
3: that's it.
1: I feel like my brain cells die a little bit every time I watch Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop was
3: ridiculous.
1: Like, and then I I just it's know I'm like control. I see these people. And Every once in a while, just around.
3: It's it's out of control it's, <laughs> and it's fake, so. Yeah. yeah.
1: Miles.
2: Uh, I watch. Um, who were we just talking about? Reality shows. Queer Eye. You Queer, Queer Eye? Eye. Yeah, Queer Eye on Netflix, which is really so funny.
1: Story. My neighbor is apparently in the second season on the first episode.
2: He's in it. Yeah. Okay. I'm. A, I'm gonna He's
1: also right. the. Um, Director of the LGBTQ Choir of Atlanta.
3: I saw that episode. Yeah, that is a good episode. He's bald
1: guy, kind of like in his forties.
2: I'm not going to remember exactly how he looked. Yeah, I'm, I'm going.
1: I plan on watching the episode just to make sure, um, uh, to see what he's he's doing um, in the episode. But he's he's literally one of the funniest people I've ever met. He's the coolest guy ever.
2: The episodes. Because they're, first of all, they're based in Georgia, Atlanta, so it's always good to see your city on TV.
1: Yeah.
3: Especially when it relates to that. So, but, um, <laughs> it, like, what they do is, is quite awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I saw one episode, and I thought, okay, maybe like a Bravo show like it was on Bravo. So a bunch of gay dudes going around making little gay jokes about uh, shit. but, I, but think then,
2: this, I think this is what it was on Bravo. We just never got past the gay.
3: Maybe, maybe, but then when I saw the first episode, I was like, "Oh shit, they really talking about real shit." Yeah, and I, I stopped watching.
1: Do you think? Do you think it, because the times have changed, some the show is more popular, maybe more accepted? Absolutely. that's because
2: interesting. I, I honestly think that the show on Bravo is this exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just that we just saw. A three or four white gay dudes yeah. laughing and joking in the mall on TV, and we cut we cut it off. Yeah, yeah. And now we're watching it. And now I know well, we're not. We're not. Watching I'm watching. It. It. <laughs> and now I know. I like. I want to make. Uh, like, um, you, you want to do what? The scrubs. They make. They show me how to make my own <laughs> like sugar and salt scrubs.
1: Oh, and it's really easy. I actually know a girl who does it. Yeah, I want to start doing it. She it. has she has very you know sensitive skin. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: I have sensitive skin too, which is another reason why I want to do it. The other show I watched, is, and this is not gonna, it's not a great trend here. Uh, <laughs> it is a great trend, but it it's it's, it's, it's kinda, a current trend. It's kind of deceiving. It kind of creates you as a different character. Exactly. Um, mm. My house, which is on oh, which is on Vice. I we we, we talked about, about we talked about Tati before. <laughs> uh, I haven't finished. I'm about to go back now that because I, I kind of remember. When you got to we explain like, the show. They don't know the my show. house is about. Um, I don't really know how to explain it. Oh yes, you can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about right. um, dance. Uh, what's it called? Voguing. It's about. It's not just voguing though. It's just. It's about. Um, Gay dance culture, mm. uh, houses. That's a wide spectrum. This is terrible because I can't remember the name right now, and I would love to do justice. Ballroom, ballroom. Thank you. So oh, nice, PJ. <laughs> All right. Now, now I can do this. All so right. it's about it's about ballroom, which is a um, it's a it's a gay. Uh, it started as gay. I found out originally that from friends that I have and like reading about it, but like. There are houses that people have in your city, like in Atlanta, where gay people can go for refuge. Yeah, yeah. you get kicked out of your house, your parents' house. You're you're not in a safe environment. Is
3: Pose still on? Let me cut you off. I think so. I, I don't. I, 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 really okay. yeah, I, I don't think Pose got canceled. Okay. I think it. I think
1: the season just wrapped up. Okay. 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 I want. I want to finish that too.
3: Yeah. But it's
2: a place where they can go and feel like safe and get encouragement. In my house and Pose. Like, really show, like, this environment and, and what it can do for a young gay person who has been shunned by society. Going, mm-hmm. back, going back to Naruto. This ties into Naruto. Right? Hey. Like, this is, this is instead of that person, like... Because when you think about the story of Naruto, it's crazy that the son of someone who saved the village is shunned because of what's inside of him. Mm-hmm. You know? And... Like,
1: I could see that comparison.
2: Yeah, like, it's, this is a weird comparison. It's, I'm pretty sure. You, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta watch <laughs> Naruto. Kind of like, you're getting shunned by I'm people. You, no, and people are, re- and they've set up these houses to take you in and take care of you. And it was just a crazy thing to kind of, for me to see, only learn about when I'm in my late 20s or early 20s. Growing up around gay people and not really understanding that they needed these outlets. Yeah so i my house is a show about the ballroom which is a competition that they come across it's it's all kinds of dancing it's costume it's different events it's very complex and it has its own structure and and culture and it's a i mean it's beautiful i love watching it because of how intense and real it is and all of those things where you're like local and you make you make something that your own and it replicates itself from here to there and it's it feeds into making strong people in society because that's what you end up with. You end up with people who are confident and feel like they can achieve a lot of amazing things. Like those things are important. Mm -hmm. So I like learning about things like that.
3: No, it's a good show. When I was uh, working at uh, H and L here in Atlanta, uh, there was, there's a quite a few people that would show up late. They have a really big late policy one of those would be Playboy Cardi, but whatever. But the other person, but there's a, a couple, one, one person who was going through a situation, <laughs> and uh, they were just um, showing up late consistently, consistently, and then, of course, I was going to, you know, reprimand them for it, and then one person, one another gay manager was like, hey, he just got in, got into a new house, and he's been kicked out, and gave me the whole story about him being kicked out from becoming out gay, and um, living on a couch, and the, the, the other manager's like, you know, you know that's just the lifestyle. And I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. And then now watching the show, it's like, man, it, it really is a lifestyle yeah. that uh, sucks. That's a part of, literally, it's a part of being gay. You yeah. know what I mean? At, in America that, you know, you call this process where you come out, you're kind of at a 50-50 where you're going to stay or you're going to get kicked out. And you get kicked out and you got this, this it's been going on for so long. There's a process. Right. In a situation that they basically take care of each other in a in a united, unified way. So thanks to the house and Pose for showing us that. there's so much beauty behind that man because it, it really is people yeah, people
2: coming together, man. People coming together to say, okay, I know you. There's a need for this. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people at Atlanta who've done great things like that. Yeah, people. and, and it uh, goes unspoken. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's an important cultural moment. And I think, like you said, Pose and what's the other one? House. House, House, pose and house my house house showing that community is representation fucking matters at this point like and and the the fact fact that we're we're at a point where we can have the conversation of acceptance acceptance is beautiful Mm -hmm. um my two reality shows that I watch are not that that inspiring
0: (laughs) 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 most of them are most of them are
1: mine are oddly enough Gold Rush and Jersey Shore. Wow. So, let me explain. <laughs> Put on my Kevin Hart hat. Um, Jersey Shore I watch because it reminds me of my high school with more alcohol. Okay. I, my high school was majority white. I think like 9% black. Maybe 12% um Korean or other Asian American. And then the majority was Italian, Polish, and Jewish. All of my I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood and most of my friends were Italian. Because if you haven't figured it out, if a lot of people haven't figured this out yet, and it's going to be hilarious when they do, Italians ain't nothing but light-skinned niggas. They act like it. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) And it's funny that Italian guys, and Eddie Murphy has a a funny-as-fuck joke about this. I think it's on Raw or... One of them um, that Italian guys and black guys are basically the, the reason why they hate each other is because they're so similar. So, Jersey Shore literally reminds me of my high school with more alcohol. And so I watch it. New Jersey Shore. It's the same people doing the same thing, and you see it. You see it permeate to now. It just looks like my my Facebook feed. It, or my ten year college, yeah, high school reunion. Mike, Mike
3: isn't drinking anymore. Like, well, yeah, because he, he was
1: like addicted to, I think, coke and I think opioids or like oxys or something. Well, which thought, are well they were saying it's
3: because of divorce or something. Some case he had no
1: uh, tax evasion. So tax evasion. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. and he actually just and this is update yeah, as of like a, two weeks ago or something. He got sentenced to I think eight months. That's not bad. It's not bad for what he was up for. It could have been, like, I think, like, they were talking, like, 5 to 15 years, but, um... But I think yeah, it was 5 years, but... It just
3: seemed real set up, and... Cause I know, it just, it just didn't seem like they really fuck with each other. They were just kind of
1: just doing it for the show.
3: I think some, some of them fuck with each know, other. No, some of them probably do, yeah. But other ones,
1: I yeah, you that's can that's tell awesome. it's kind of, like, shoehorned in there. Because, yeah. like, I don't think anybody talks to Dina. Yeah, no one watches watch. She's ugly. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> and like, even Bringing enough, Angelina back, back was... That's a waste. yeah. Even though she has a great chest,
3: she does. She that's what she has to show. But, <laughs> this is exactly what she has to show. But but, um, but yeah, with Mike being sober and stuff, it's like you know typical antics with you know. Uh,
1: and he's, the, now that he's engaged too. Yeah. Like he's not going out and yeah. picking up girls. Pick, yeah, that was that was that the was, best part. Yeah, it was him. It was like, hey, we're going
3: out tonight. We're getting bitches, and, and they would do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was like yeah every time yeah every time.
1: <laughs> and then Vinny is hilarious because he's like the emotional... Yeah. He's the emotional center and still goes out and still every once in a while picks up girls. Yeah. And he, and, he
3: started... He transitioned over to doing the uh, gym town laundry shit that he wasn't doing before. Yeah. So now he's heavy in the gym.
1: Yeah. And and doing keto everything and, and enjoying it. I still, I still to a point enjoy it. It's very much so watered down, but now it's kind of like a nostalgic feel mm-hmm. where well, they've grown with us. Like... I'm not going out getting hammered every Friday, Saturday, like I used to be. Yeah. And in the club every Friday, Saturday, like I used to be. Shout out to Club Rain. I miss you. Um, <laughs> and so it feels like they have grown up. And I think the younger generation is now toward that Florida Bama Shore. Which I feel like is complete trash. It is. And even the, the two black people on it, I'm like, y'all can do better than this. Like, to both of y'all, y'all can do better than this yeah and that's why I was sad like there was such a great moment in the real world I want to say like the last season in Vegas maybe where the black guy there's two there's a black guy who's a a real nigger and a black girl, and there's this like hicked out um super hicked out like i I want to say like trump supporter. In the house. So they just want full conflict on the scene. Perfectly. Yeah. And it was... It seemed like it was staged, but it was so genuine. It was... There was a moment where she goes off. She's... The, the white girl's completely drunken in the wrong. And the black guy reacts like, yo, just sh- chill the fuck out. Or shut the fuck up. Or something like that. And she goes full victim mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when she goes full victim mode, he's like, what the fuck? And then he has to retreat. And she can't figure out, I want to say like a day later after she sobers up, can't figure out why he's so upset. And he goes off and he gives the full speech of, this is why I feel this way. Because black guys are attacked. And as soon as you play the victim, I'm getting arrested. I'm getting shot. I'm getting, something bad is happening to me. And the black woman comes to his defense. And it's such an awesome moment in that show. Mm -hmm. That's like, this got real, like, this doesn't seem staged. Yeah. And either y'all are great actors for reality TV, or this was an actual moment. Yeah. And so that's why I still think MTV, they have the ability, but don't always do it. They just default to the bullshit.
2: Well, I mean, you're talking about these moments in, like, MASH, which always, anytime that stuff happens I in shows it always just goes back to like, how did that happen? Because anytime, anything you see on television has been groomed and like treated to make sure most of the things you see on TV have been groomed and treated to make sure you're seeing exactly what someone wants you to see, especially in movies. So like in a scripted show like MASH, Mm -hmm. for them to have those racial conflicts, that was somebody fighting to put that dialogue into an episode. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with MTV, even if it was just I feel like even if it was just someone saying like we need to put these people who are on complete opposites because we know it will conflict, mm-hmm. I feel like there was probably somebody saying like, Yeah, we need to do this because that conflict will be good for people to see.
1: That's true. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Like, that's hundred percent true. And mm-hmm. and I feel like they got it right mm-hmm. with this one. Yeah. Other ones are kinda come see, come stop. But with, with that one, I feel like they really got it right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's but, but taking it back to Jersey Shore, just putting a button on it, it feels nostalgic. I, I still will throw it on. I'm not like super invested, but it's fun to see these characters that you've enjoyed in the past do their thing. Yeah. Gold Rush, I'll, I'll just touch on quickly. It's literally people moving dirt for an hour and then gold comes out. It's, it's a show about these Yukon um, gold miners and the trials and tribulations of them running their mines and getting gold. And it's they take the gold. I mean, they take the dirt. They move off the top layer of dirt that does not have gold in it. They get to the part that has gold. They run it through a what's called a wash plant, and then they weigh it up at the end of the week. (laughs) They process the dirt and they weigh it up at the end of the week. Hmm. I'm interested to see what I want to know and what I watch and try to figure out is what is the environmental impact to all this, because at the end of the season they are. They have to replant trees in the place of what they've knocked down. Mm-hmm. And they do have to do that at the end of every season. So they, they dig up all this dirt, get the, the gold out of the ground underneath of it, put the dirt back, and then put trees in, and that's part of their obligation. What that means for the environment? I don't know. Yeah. And I'm interested to see if there's anybody, every, any environmental backlash, but you fall you fall in love and like with the people that are on the show. With their stories, with their personalities. Because you have one guy who's an old guy from Denmark, who, I think Denmark, who's like the big dog. And he's literally pulling probably $8 million out of the ground every year. Every season, which is a six-month season. And then you have, there's a kid who's literally been mining with his, he mined with his grandfather until he was eight. I mean, since he was eight, and then took over his grandfather's mine. Then grew that, and then outgrew that, and then bought got his own land. And is now leasing from the big dog. Mm-hmm. And so he's like twenty four, twenty-five, and did like eight million dollars last year on his own. So I'm thinking the other guy's probably doing twenty or thirty million. And then one guy has spawned off of his crew and was his form was the young guy's foreman and now has his own mm-hmm. thing. It's interesting, it's it's along the same lines as the deadliest catch. Okay. Where you fall in love with the stories of the people
0: yeah.
1: versus actually what they're doing. But then you learn something cool in the meantime. Because mm-hmm. I never knew how gold came out of the fucking ground. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought it was niggas with pans. Is or, or, it no, no, this is on Discovery. Uh, Discovery, okay. And it's, it, when it boils down to it, it's, a, it's an hour of watching motherfuckers move dirt.
3: No, nah, but like, like you said before, like, Dilly's Catch, like, you never knew how dangerous that was when nigga got gets get fishing. Like, right. You know, but they had strategy, all that <laughs> other shit, like, you know, how much money they were making. Like, you didn't know, which is good. Like, I rather exactly. see some reality shit was, like, show me something I didn't know. Even with the dirtiest job, when, the, when I was kind of short-lived, like, that shit yeah. like that. was like, oh, I didn't know. It was like
1: that. I do have one more show, and I want to get you all take on it. Have y'all watched Live PD at all?
3: I have. Somebody was telling me about that. I didn't
1: watch it. I'm thinking about doing like and oh, this is just random. About it. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing something that's a uh kind of a spin off of this that's kind of like a recap of live PD every weekend. Really? That's how much I've invested in the show. It's literally cops, but three hours. Yeah. And live. And they follow five to six different police precincts all over the city. And or all over different cities. And they used to be in Gwinnett County. But, but that, then they Gwinnett, right. nothing ever happened. I don't understand. Like yeah, the right part of Gwinnett, What's right? So surprising. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I think they were hiding shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's an interesting enough place. Like it's an interesting show, and it it does give you, and this is important into the to the narrative of recently, that idea of cops are humans too, and you see some of the situations that they deal with. Yeah. But I also feel like they're they're handpicking, of course, the cops that they're following. They're handpicking the cops that are the most upstanding, relatable people, and that people are going to gravitate to. But you see the situations they have to deal with, so you you do get that that window of somewhat. I understand when you're going into the situation, it's fucked up.
2: I think people misunderstand cops in that way.
1: Like, how do you, how so? Because I don't.
2: A lot of, like, the anger towards cops is about, like, a deliberate intent of evil, in a way. Mm-hmm. And in some, a lot of instances, it can be. Mm-hmm. A lot of instances, of what's happening is manifesting itself as evil, but it, it's really just, like, what they've seen and what they go through on a daily basis and not having the right mental health training mm-hmm. and screening and training, period, it ends up, they end up doing something that's really horrible, and the bad. And then what happens after that is no one wants them to be accountable. Yeah. And people are always accountable, even if you're, even if you're in the wrong sorts and you had the
3: wrong training, you're accountable for your actions. Exactly. And no one, and no one wants to hold cops accountable for that. I think I, I, I look at my job and I look at myself. and I got so many meetings, so many bullshit meetings and trainings and shit like that. I think police officers need more bullshit training. Like, yeah. more so, like, hey, let's talk about Hispanic Month. Hispanic History Month. You do that at your job? <sighs> stupid shit like that, yeah. <laughs> and, but it's stupid because, like, there's no Hispanics that work here. I don't even interact with Hispanics. so It's like, we don't have to do that. type. Of, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, like, if cops do, if they show appreciation for different races, you know, have different history, and they have little bullshit meetings, then they have a more cultural background. So when they do go to a black neighborhood, it's like alright they sitting on the, you know, on the corner or doing whatever it's not like you have to go in and attack most like if you just go over and talk to them and say hey guys enough's enough time to go home you're not doing anything wrong and I know that just go on it was like the conversation is different the approach is different when you when it, in the opposite end of it I don't know if you guys speaking of TV have you guys seen um, what's that shit called about the Flint cops and uh, it was on Netflix I have not seen that it's really good I forgot the name of the title but it's, it's about Flint cops. and it's, it's about Flint, but it's about how they don't have enough money for anything. And cops are losing. And they most dangerous. Flint Town. Flint Town. Yeah. Very good show. Very okay. in depth. Um, there's actually a scene in there where the cop asked a cop, like, Do you profile black people? It's like, Yes. She said it clear. She's like, Yeah. Like, if, I, if I look on, on the stats and what I see and what I view, is like, Why would I not protect myself and go to the attacker first, who I think would be the attacker? they show another scene where this guy just walking down the street by himself in the neighborhood they put the lights and then they they you know tackle him arrest him and say are you John like no my name is Paul alright have a good day like you know what I mean like what they, they do in Black Lightning that first episode yeah, of Black yeah. Lightning. yeah. but this is, this is that's a real life <laughs> yeah. situation yeah, yeah. so you get to see that and you get to they have a whole little training process of how new cops come in and they see certain things and it's like oh so when I come in this neighborhood this bad is gonna happen and it's just like you gotta understand why but like, to Miles' point, you got to have conversations and, and, you know, put f- holistic and, viewpoints in these columns exactly. on a daily basis. And I
1: think shows like Live PD and Flinttown yeah. are going to start those conversations because even I, this was just something I tweeted out, was I was watching, there was an episode of Live PD where they had this, this, this white woman was, had attacked this black guy. And it was a very frantic situation because the white woman actually ran up to the cops first mm-hmm. and was like, hey, this guy did this, that, and a third. And there were two black guys. There was one black guy who was a witness, and it was him and his like girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then there was the actual black guy who had gotten like cut
0: mm-hmm.
1: by the white woman. And, of course the first thing the cop did was run up to the black guy who was the witness Mm -hmm. who's trying to flag down the cop like don't listen to her she's nuts she just hit this guy and throws him in handcuffs Mm -hmm. then runs off and then kind of starts to detain the black guy who's bleeding but then sees the white woman who's wilding out and finally detains her and i was like and i just i put out a tweet and i was just saying hey just saw this on live pd Think about this going into situation. I understand it's a Francis situation, but understand that this white woman played the victim first, and that made every black guy out there immediately the aggressor. Yep.
0: Yeah, the
1: guy who was who was just off to the side trying to give say, hey, this this chick is nuts, mm-hmm. and that tweet, and of course I hashtagged live PD. That t- that one tweet, um, automatically like spiraled out of control <laughs> and I don't even tweet that much anymore, but they, it spiraled out of control into to the conversation of, um, uh, it, it spiraled out of, out of, out of, out of, out of it spiraled the conversation to, was this right? Was this wrong mm-hmm. versus did they, they look at the situation accurately?
3: Right. That's like the little kid in New York who, uh, this boot bag brushed up on this lady at the uh, convenience oh, store. That made me and so mad. He was like, No, I didn't do that, no. And then like the cops already came up to him with yeah. the issue already. All the way up until the video camera was like, and she, she apologized and everything. It was like he no. he was he was minutes away from going to jail for like nothing. sex for sexual for, assault. For, for like, sexual
1: assault for doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Walking yeah. past her in a crowded it wasn't even but like it's a small area. He's yeah. walking
3: by with a boot bag, and like you can see the camera where she don't see him even doing anything like that, but right. she feels it. It takes a moment. She looks the one way, looks the other way, and he's walking over there, and then she just goes off, and this is yep. like
1: for no reason. Why immediately jumped into game? being the victim. They're they're good at playing the victim. Yeah, that's the that,
2: that that's LeBron the James. Uh, go to state game where the girl calls LeBron James a bitch. I it's a video where she's like, "You just a little bitch or something." LeBron gets mad because you know he's very sensitive to that word.
1: <laughs> he is. LeBron is sensitive to the word bitch, and <laughs> I would use that against
2: him. The security guy, people do. The security guy was like, "Hey, don't say that." And the and you know you know she heard what he said, yeah. but her immediate reaction is, "Oh, I'm sorry. I can't understand you." Yeah, it's a. Uh... And it mutes the whole situation. It's like, yeah, you can't do nothing to me. I didn't hear what you said, black man. Security guard who can kick me out of here. I didn't hear what you said. You can't do nothing to me. And he's just like, okay. Well, and she's not going to test it again. At least that
3: time. But we we don't know uh, virtual dopeness. uh Demographics. So, we don't. I'm so sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll say the rest for, uh, for a Yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Say what you will, but Barthi, we can go deeper. In yeah, about say Barthi, we can go deeper on the the white. I wasn't uh, going any. I wasn't going any further. I know, but was you wanted to. I
1: did. I, no, look, man, I didn't. All right. So I think we can wrap up. There's some really good shit on TV. Yeah. Um, we're gonna uh, let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come back with technology and music, and kind of round out. We've been talking for a while. Yeah. I'd be surprised. Alright, talk to y'all soon. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen. I really want to thank you guys for listening. This has been really fun. This has been a third installment of the episode that we taped with the Bar Theory Podcast. Hosts, Miles and Marcus, they have been great sports and we had a really fun conversation. I've been waiting to talk about TV for forever. That's kind of why I saved this one for last. And it was very enjoyable. I hope you guys got put on to some new shows and uh thank you again for listening i really appreciate it i haven't reminded you guys in a while tell a friend to tell a friend about virtual dopeness podcast look out for bar theory coming soon and i appreciate you guys 100 percent. like i say every week be virtual and live dope